0: Hello, hello, everyone, hola, hola. Welcome to the Pediatric Speech Sister Show. I'm your sis, Melanie White-Evans. I'm a bilingual pediatric speech-language pathologist and cultural compatibility consultant here to learn with you and discuss more ways we can uplift culturally diverse communities in our professions and day-to-day lives. This podcast is for you. If you're ready to address the disparities in the United States healthcare and academic systems, and are looking for more ways you can be culturally competent in your careers. Tune in weekly as I introduce mind-shifting topics that will support service-based professionals and students alike on our cultural competency journeys. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, speech pathologists. Do you want to know the secret sauce to becoming a culturally competent clinician? You get brownie points if you answered cultural compatibility. Cultural compatibility is the act of learning from different cultures and putting that knowledge into practice. This concept was introduced in the nursing professions and I am excited to continue this concept in speech-language pathology. I'm writing a book titled Introduction to Cultural Compatibility in Speech-language Pathology. Through this book and the accompanying workbook, you'll gain a foundational understanding of the complexities of culture and cultural compatibility, the role it plays in speech-language pathology, and how to apply this knowledge at an organizational, interprofessional, and clinical level. The book provides practical guidance, case studies, and resources to help you be more impactful as you work with multicultural colleagues and families you can get this book now at the pre-sale rate at the Pediatric Speech Sister store or by clicking the link in the show notes. Get it at the pre-sale rate before the book launches in summer 2023. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back, family. Today we are talking about cultural compatibility and critical race theory. That could be a tongue-tie. So let's go ahead and jump right in and talk about the two frameworks. Critical race theory is an academic and intellectual framework that examines how race and racism interact with law, politics, culture, and society. It aims to identify and challenge the ways in which race and racism shape power structures, policies, and practices in society. Essentially, critical race theory is learning about how Race, racism, cultural attitudes within the American fabric impacts how we're moving in society today. Cultural compatibility is the ongoing process of learning and being, so essentially it's the marriage of cultural competency and cultural humility. We can't practice cultural compatibility without practicing cultural humility, which is Learning, we're constantly learning about other people's cultures and cultural competence, which helps us have the self reflection tools, helps us understand a bit more about ourselves so that way we can approach treatment without having any inner biases or checking our inner biases and overall being ethical and culturally responsive. When we think about critical race theory and cultural compatibility, there are a few problems that go through my mind. ASHA mandates that we practice cultural compatibility, right? They, man- they mandate that we practice cultural humility and cultural competency. However, there is an argument about critical race theory going on in the, in the country right now. There are several reasons why people don't want critical race theory to be taught in the schools whether that be they feel that the children are too young to learn about it, maybe they don't believe in the theory overall, whatever the case may be, that does not allow us to fully and wholeheartedly practice cultural compatibility. Here's why. When you're constantly practicing cultural compatibility, that means you are always in the process of learning. If you take away critical race theory, that means that you are not learning. If you are not learning about the history of racism and its impact on Americans, particularly African Americans, if we are not learning about how it intersects with law, politics, culture, and society, it will be hard for us to use cultural competency in our practices. It will be hard for us to use trauma-informed care. It will be hard for us to counsel our clients and their families through whatever hardships they are experiencing. So it's important to look at those two frameworks in that way, in a way where we can use both to drive better treatment gains and really overall to help bring more awareness to the disparities within the academic healthcare systems, all the systems within the United States in bring positive change to our society. By incorporating critical race theory into our practices, speech pathologists can also work to address disparities in access to speech and language services and advocate for policies that promote equity and social justice. Also, understanding critical race theory can help speech pathologists to examine our own biases, assumptions, and to strive for cultural humility and competence in our work. Overall, y'all, when we're talking about critical race theory and cultural competency, we can't have one without the other. If we're saying no to critical race theory, then we're saying no to being culturally competent clinicians. I hope that this episode helped somebody. Well, family, that's the episode. What did you think? Wherever you're listening, I'd appreciate if you left a review. Your feedback means a lot to me and helps me find more ways to help you on your journeys. If you're looking for more ways to expand your cultural compatibility in your clinical practices, follow me on Instagram at Pediatric Speech Sister and check out my newsletter for more show updates. I'll include all these links in the show notes. Until then, I'll see you next week.